Hello, I'm Michael Sheen, and you are listening to a Touchline Rant podcast. Episode 103. Um, we are here with Dan from Working Word. Thank you very much Hiya. for your time. That's, that's Dan, that is. Not my usual voice, by the way. I don't, don't know why I said that. Don't get used to that voice, because yeah. it will change. Um, I'm with Alex again, so yes. hello. You said anything. Um, right, Dan, who are you? What do you do? I'm a Matt. I'm one of the human, the male humans. Yes. Um, it's a football podcast, isn't it? So yes. I first became aware of football in 1986 in the Maunders Corner time. Shop yeah. opposite my primary school, St Albans Primary School. And I said to Nana Mary, Nana <laughs> Mary, can I have the Mexico 1986 sticker book? Yeah. And she looked at me, she looked at the price at the back, which was, I think, retail of 35 pence at the time, and Decent. said, your dad's already got it for you. She was a good Catholic lady. Yeah. It was a little white lie. A little white lie. Didn't have the sticker book. Didn't have the sticker book. Uh, And then I I haven't, I've avoided football ever since. This is the first I've ever seen football. (laughs) Uh, No, that that became a lifelong, uh, you know, that kicked off a uh, lifelong passion for the game, which we're going to talk about today. All the sticker books. All the sticker books. Uh, We've just been swapping stickers off air. We have. Um, Yeah, the shiny. Yeah, loads of shiny. Loads of panini shiny. Loads of shiny. Um, So then got... uh, My dad took me to my first Cardiff City game in 1988, which Mm. was a promotion party against Crew. People danced on the pitch. Nice. Everybody hugged each other. Everybody was happy. I thought this happens every Saturday. This was a lie. It was. This it was, was a cruel lie. A cruel, a cruel, cruel lie. Oh, um, football so, better when you're younger, isn't it? Yeah, that was great. So followed them ever since. Um, still one of the male humans. Other stuff. So you said we're at Working Words. So that's a yep. company that I run here in Cardiff. The same city as that team is based in. Uh, I was yeah, wrong, I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if people that is, didn't know where we were today. That's important, I feel. That Very bit of information important. is a bit like the, the concrete that will hold this podcast together. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> so what, what type of thing day-to-day goes on in Working Words? So our purpose, our brand purpose, yeah, is strategic storytelling that changes your world for the better. So, you know, there's, there's nice. all this buzz these days around telling stories, stories. and everybody's a yeah. storyteller. Uh, but it's around kind of working with people who might not have their voice heard uh, or who might have some good things to tell people but not quite, not quite sure how to get the story across to those people yeah uh, working with them to help package their story in a way which might be then told through the traditional media so through the newspapers through tv through radio you know in, obviously increasingly social media campaigns yeah. things like podcasts awesome. much needed etc etc but all in a way that kind of really helps out what they're trying to do in the first place not just yeah. makes them feel good for being on a podcast or being in the newspaper. Uh, work with all different types of organisations, everyone from Homeless World Cup, which we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Visit Wales. You made a dragon come out of a museum, a, a dinosaur. We made a, a dinosaur come out of a museum. You did. I um, saw that. I was there. Oh, yes. I was there. That was, that was good, that was. That's it a, was, dinosaur was. babies. Yeah. So there was a dinosaur... Uh, caused havoc across the city of Cardiff. You can remember it. That's, yeah. that's the Vietnam stare, the dinosaur <laughs> stare. Uh, and it was, it was all yeah, to promote, uh, to uh, get parents to take children to go and see dinosaur babies. Genuinely. Why wouldn't you want to? That was the first time kids. I paid 
to take my kids to an exhibition oh, in the museum. Should have come to our evaluation meeting. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is yeah, it. It was the first time when I went, that looks good. And when yeah. my little one said, Dad, can we go there? I was like, yeah, we can go there. Yeah, yeah we can go there. <laughs> this is music to my ears. But yeah, it was good. Um, we've got, I want to just interject what, there, are, what are we talking about? We have got, first of all, we've got a little announcement before we discuss oh. what we're talking about. Um, most of you, I would hope, have seen now the CSKA Sapphire Gardens shirt. We wore it on the podcast. We've been... CSKA Sapphire Gardens, yeah, our CSK Sunday Sapphire League Gardens team that we are sponsor. A, yeah, for those who didn't know, we are sponsoring them this season for the next five years. Five-year contract. Five-year contract. That's like, that's like a Neil Warner contract <laughs> yeah, option, in a January transfer window option for, a, for a really dodgy player who went yes. to Hawaii signed. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, I'll leave that there. Um, we are. We, we've released the shirts with a touchline round across the front. And we have decided after many people got in touch that we're going to sell them, yes, aren't we? We, we are. are going to sell them. Um, and all profit made from these shirts will be donated to the Wallage. So we don't make a thing off this. We literally make nothing. nothing. To be fair, we're covering sh- postage. So are we're we? actually going to be down on this deal. What? But yeah, don't worry you about it. It's fine. Don't, <laughs> I did. It's a good small thing. print. Um, so the, all of the money made from these shirts will be going to the Wallage. And you can get them now. We will go, follow us on social media and I'll put a, a link up at Attachline Rant. Follow us on there. I'll put a link up. Send us your cash. They're 25 quid each. We'll send you a shirt. Okay. Commerce. Like a transaction. Like a transaction. Yeah. And the only person benefiting it is the wonderful wallet. So we're very Absolutely. excited. Absolutely. Uh, what are we talking about today? This then? week we're going to preview the Premier League because it is back. Uh, we've got a little game, a tailor-made game for Dan. Mm-hmm. We're then going to discuss Cardiff City. Then I've got PR Rant Offshoot listed here. So oh that's this, uh, that sounds like wow. Skinner's Corner there. We're going to discuss Homeless World Cup. And then I've got Outro. Yeah. That's where that's I usually my go home. That's the best so, part. Uh, isn't that off the Radio Ed album Kid A? Mm. It is. It is. Um, it is. Tom, York, not Tom York's good. coming in, so yeah. keep listening to the it's, end. It's yeah. not as... He's, can't feel that you've overhyped this, Dan. Um, right, <laughs> shall I play the music there? Play, play the music. Okay. So we are now going to be talking the Premier League. It's back. It's back. And we're still in working word. We're still in working words. We're still with Dan. We are going to discuss the Premier League. And I've picked out a couple of fixtures just to discuss in a bit of depth, I reckon. First one, the first game of the Premier League is Liverpool versus Newcastle at Anfield. Okay. Will now, Manny start? Um, he's been doing this. Yeah, I think he will. I think he's too important. I know he lipped off. I don't think that's a problem. Do you? I don't think arguing over, over assists and goals is is a nice problem to have. Break down the argument for me. So what was Manny, Manny, Manny saying? Manny, you he, he was, got disgruntled. He was, you, he, he, he was disgruntled. Okay, he's gonna okay. So we come off a bit of a hurt because Mo Salah, who creates all the like a lot of the chances, predominantly didn't pass to him to have like a second goal or a third goal. So. That was it. So we come off bit bit of a strop. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and then where where does that land live? Because you've got Mohamed Salah who's changed the game and transformed everything. You've got Firmino who's integral to that, and he's the most selfless 
uh, attacking players you've got, and then you've got, and then you've got Mane, which is is like sort of near equal partnership of well, joint top goal scorer last year. I guess in a way, Mane last season almost had a Salah esque season from the season before. Yeah, Salah Salah still had a Salah esque season. It just wasn't his first one. I guess. Um, But maybe Mane doesn't get the love that. Well, it's the equivalent in it of when Messi scores. 42 goals in a season and before they went oh yeah. he's not as good as last year yeah. it's 42 yeah, goals yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marnie's a great player but the one thing that I would say about this I think the most interesting is how did Newcastle react as we were talking just now when before we were recording Newcastle beat Spurs mm. they're going into this at the best possible time for them and it's one of those games where you go imagine Newcastle being told at the start of the season that when you play Liverpool you'll be annoyed it's the international window because you'll have beaten Spurs and you'll have a bit of momentum and you'll want to play Liverpool at Anfield uh, they'll get walloped they will um, I suggest that Steve they will Steve Bruce I think will take them out uh, on the lash the night before in <laughs> some kind of misguided team bonding thing yep. uh, I imagine there'll be pies them, involved in this they'll, yeah they'll <laughs> they'll lose Sean Longstaff uh, in, a, in a Beatles bar on the Friday United night, will he take, won't turn up. Man United will take him hostage. Which I think is just a weird, a weird transfer rumor, anyway. Yeah, forty like, million. Long yeah, stuff. Uh, Could happen. Bruce will be on the sideline with two black eyes. Yeah, uh, and he'll just go terribly wrong. It will. It's gonna. No, it's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna. I think it's an interesting game. Yeah, I do agree. Unfortunately, Newcastle fans, I do think you are gonna get hammered. Can we move to another game? This tickled my okay. fancy, Alex. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, Wolves versus Chelsea. I th- I are think we in agreement? Wolves have been decent this year. Uh, right. Just so. hang on. Yes or no? Are we in agreement? Wolves have been good this year. Maybe. Because they haven't won. That's my point. Now, everyone, and I would be saying the Wolves have been really good. Wolves are a great side, but they have not won this yeah, season. Yeah, but they've been, their focus has been on Europe. They've been too busy so. beating like Glen Torren and <laughs> Linfield. And you'll you put people to breakfast on in the morning, forget the football is happening because it's like yep. July and Wolves have just beaten the Faroe Islands champions <laughs> like 7 0. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In, I forgot Wolves were in on. the early stages of that uh, happened to me last year I completely I, by the time Burnley were knocked out of the Europa League qualifying yeah. I didn't even notice it started so I was yeah. in that point I think I was on holiday and I got to that point I came back I was like what do you mean Burnley are out of the Europa League and then, they didn't qualify I was like has that started mm. is he really so I just think that that, that is going to deplete the energy of the squad and they still haven't found it's the first time in Europe so they need to find a balance of doing can both. I throw one point stop out there stop throwing stuff I'm throwing it okay I'm going to caress this then into the red oh, um, <laughs> Wolves have been way more impressive than Chelsea Wolves are almost like what Chelsea used to be in a, yeah. in a way when Wolves when Wolves are good it's weird Chelsea's that kind of season. Portuguese uh, influence which turned a uh, a club around, you know. Yeah. Because, um, you know, ch- ch- okay, Chelsea, Chelsea were clearly a lot higher up the pecking order than Wolves were when. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's when they had their Portuguese takeover. But you know, Chelsea weren't really a league-winning club. Uh, no, no, they, they weren't. Get, they weren't anywhere near it. Right, it's scores, in, scores, and move on. It's an interesting. To, right, I see Wolves beating them. I just. My point with Chelsea is that Lampard's come in and it's almost as if people are like, well, yeah, it's a free hit, the other transfer ban. And it's Lampard, so whatever. But I'm telling you, it's going to get to a stage this season where Chelsea are like 11th 
and the fans are even like, I know it's Lampard, but it's we're 11th, boys. They need to start winning, who's, Chelsea. Who's the left back? Sarri's looking at. What's his name? I've been really impressed with him. Chelsea. Chelsea. Emerson. 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 I've been Injured. really impressed with him. Yeah. Injured on international duty. Out for about a month. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, um, can we move on yes, to the Wolves last win two? For me, though. Wolves yeah, win. I think Wolves yeah. win. I do think it's their first win of the season. Um, oh, I next don't get one, bogged down in United. No, we'll be really on. quick I'm to the board already. We'll be really quick to the this? next two. United are playing Leicester. I'm looking forward to another disappointing draw. The only thing is, is this Maguire, mm. isn't it? And Maguire's who, playing Leicester for the first time, and it's at Old Trafford. Who's fueled by spite? Jamie Vardy will be well up for that game. Yeah, Vardy will be up for that. He's definitely, and that's how you make an impact. The fact that there's still no midfield. The problem is with Man United versus Leicester is all Leicester need to do is get it at the centre backs and hit it at field because there's no midfield there to worry about at all. When no one in United's midfield is doing anything. How's Big Mac going to be? Yeah, McTominay is. Look, McTominay Mm -hmm. is. Him, James, Maguire, McTominay. These are the players that I'm excited about in this game. Because he's going back to. Well, yeah, he's going to be playing Leicester, but it's at Old Trafford, so I yeah, think yeah. that will ease him in. Yeah, it will yeah. ease him in. If this was a, I was going to say Filbert Street, but it's not Filbert Street. It? <laughs> <laughs> um, Leicester City. The Walker Stadium. So, that's it, yeah. yeah so, no, that'll do. The King Power. We got there in the end. Filbert Street. Yeah. <laughs> Filbert Street. I was like, what? Um, if it was there, Maguire could get terrified, mm. but I think he's going to be eased in. Alright, move on to the real deal then, Arsenal. Uh, Watford, be, yeah. we are, we're looking ahead to the end of the year, but both of us were wrong in the first manager to leave the Premier League. Mm. Because I'm sure I said it. You said Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, you didn't say Gracia, okay? So Gracia is gone from Watford, they sacked him and brought back in the best looking manager now in the Premier League in Flores. Flores yeah. yeah, he is a he is what? no he's an alarming looking man. <laughs> <laughs> like you uh, said when if he looked at you in the street you'd stop and go. Have you, have you told Steve Bruce that? <laughs> <laughs> he's alarming in a very yeah, different way to Steve says, Bruce. Come, come in for a coffee, what are you saying? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> no no milk. That's what I'm saying. No milk. <laughs> like my coffee like I like my men. Yeah. <laughs> Short and strong. So <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this, interesting. Flores, yeah, come on, hit me up. Um Arsenal, yeah. I can't I, I can't talk about Arsenal oh, you, anymore. Yeah, okay. Arsenal and Man United are like VAR. We talk about them so much, I, I, I literally have nothing VAR. else to say. Man United haven't got a midfield and they're a bit rubbish. Arsenal haven't got a defence and are a bit better. It's that's literally my opinion on Arsenal. I think they're gonna hammer Watford. The only thing that I would suggest now is this uh, Nicolas Pepe. I really hope he starts showing more than still he has in the first. Days, it? Yeah. I know it's still early days. Next season. Is it me saying it? This is the football world Fine. in general. If a player comes in for a large transfer fee and he isn't spectacular within the first ten games, the press will get on him. And suddenly, this player that they bigged up as a great way, great young talent will become. What a waste of money. They, they did it with Anthony Martial. The games, yeah, they? they did it with Martial. No. It's like putting a goldfish in, in a tank. I know, but this is what the press mm. do. And this is what I really hope, because I'm a massive fan of Pepe. He's a great player. And he's brilliant in, in Ligue 1. He was great signing. He needs to be given time. He's young and he's coping in a new league. And they're already... If he doesn't start having great games... Sounds like... Uh, they are going to get on his like back. like talking about Arsenal. I do. It's just, that's my one point about him. In the same way of the licked in Juve. They give him time. Let's, let, c- give come him on. time. I've mentioned Juve. I'll go on and I'll, I'll random. Yeah, Any yeah. other games or do you want to leave it there? I'm, I'm happy there. Don't want to talk Aston Villa, West Ham? 
Hala, if you hear me. Hala's going to have one of those seasons. You're getting all excited and, 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 and all that about him. He's going to be a, a no typical West Ham Look, player. He's going to fizzle out. Well, I'll through. leave it at this, yeah. The Dildo like Brothers. Yeah, like a brother. Dildo Brothers and Bubble were said at the same time then. That's the best. <laughs> so the Dildo Brothers, Golden Sullivan, have never, ever bought a striker at their time of West Ham that scored in double figures. And they bought about, I think it's is, about 37. Is this fact why you that's, shoehorned this fixture in? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> it. Seamless. They've never bought a striker that's got 10, ever. They've signed 37 strikers. He's already got three and four games. I'm excited. <laughs> it's the most excitement uh, I've ever got at a West Ham. Unfortunately, break his leg on the weekend. <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> what I think will happen is he'll get to nine before Christmas, like October or something, and everyone will be like, Gold Sullivan will like, finally bought a striker that could score. And then he's not going to score until the last game of the season, and they're going to be like, he hasn't scored. What's going to totally fizzle. The only player which I've seen that have, has actually carried through left under a cloud, which was Payette. There's no one else. Payette was special, wasn't he? Yeah, there's no one else that have done that for West Ham since. They just no. decline. Yeah. Norwich, Man City. Come on. Is that worth discussing? No. Mm. Should we leave it there? Pookie power. Pookie power. We're still here at Working Words. We're still with Dan. We've got a game for you this week. We thought, going to Working Words, it's a football podcast. What can we do? So now, as everyone will know, uh, AVE, yes. okay, as we all know, stands for Advertising Equivalent. Advertising Value Equivalent, yeah. yes. So it's basically what, uh, what an advert would cost. That's it, exactly it's a, that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a bit old hat. Yes. As terminology, but my, so is my nan. And she yeah. is lovely. <laughs> so, old hat, we're all four here on a Touchline Ramp podcast. So, today's. Like Al's hat, which is <sighs> very much quite new. Yeah, quite, box quite new. Fresh, yeah. Mm. This is old hat, so not. He's, it's that a very old hat. Taking focus. Oh, okay. this, this week, we're going to be playing Transfer Fee or AVE. Ah, uh, yes. Which is, I'm going to give you a football transfer, and you need to tell me if it costs more. That yes. well, you see. So, question yeah, yeah. one: it. What costs more, or which costs more? <laughs> a a quarter page colour in the Guardian, yeah, or James Milner's fee from Man City to Liverpool? Is it transfer fee or AVE? What are you going for? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Milner to Liverpool. Okay, so you've gone transfer fee. Transfer fee. It's AVE. Oh. The Guardian gets this. A quarter page colour in The Guardian will cost you six grand. Milner's move to the Reds was a free, transfer. a free transfer. Oh, that is a good... Right, question two. You ready? One nil to... One nil to right. <laughs> So, yeah. Winning. What costs more? Or which costs more? Peter Whittingham's transfer from Aston Villa to Cardiff or a 30-second ad during ITV's Lorraine on daytime TV? Oh, it is what... Oh, it's... it's I mean, it Whittingham, Whittingham from Villa to Cardiff was 350 grand. Uh, 350 grand, is it? It's, it's Whittingham. You go on transfer fee? Transfer fee. It is transfer fee. As you correctly say, Whittingham's transfer to Cardiff, it set them back 350 grand. Whereas a 30-second ad on Lorraine... Cost you about four grand. Yeah. On average, it changed. Yeah. Uh, number three, tra- in transfer fee or AVE. 
a monthly billboard in Times Square or Eric Cantona's fee from Leeds to Man United? Is Which it transfer was fee or AV? 900,000, I believe. Um, Just by chance, shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Did. David uh, I'm going to go for AVE. It is AVE, the Times Square billboard. Yes, a billboard in New York's Times Square will set you back around 3 million US dollars per month, which is about 2.4 million pounds. It's probably yeah. about that. Uh, can that be? We have it at 1.2 million. Yeah, okay, you know, similar. Around there, so yeah, it was AVE. Um, an ad during the Super Bowl or Rob Earnshaw's move from Cardiff to West Brom? <laughs> Which was something like 3.75 million. Uh, I'm going to go Rob Earnshaw, transfer fee. For the Zambian Prince. Depends how long the advert is, but I'm going to go for, the, I'm going to go for transfer fee this time. Oh, it's AVE. Oh. It's AVE, believe it or not. Ernie World's left Cardiff for adverts. a whopping 3.5 million at the time. But a 30-second ad will set you back $5.3 million during the Super Bowl. I carumba. $5.3 million for 30 seconds. Imagine Robert Earnshaw oh. hosting an ad during the Super Bowl. That is that almost too Robert Earnshaw. Yeah. <laughs> right, question five. Mm-hmm. What costs more, or which costs more? Which? Ian Rush's transfer fee from Liverpool to Juventus or a 30-second ad during Love Island? Uh, transfer fee. I think Rush went for about $2.9 million or something like that. <sighs> no, it's transfer fee. It's transfer fee. Ian Rush all the way on this one. Rushy moved for a then British record fee in 1986 of £3.2 million. So I a slot on Love Island will cost you a mere £45,000, which is pocket change for someone like you, I've been told. That's <laughs> one of my notes. <laughs> Number six, Working finally. <laughs> finally. A th- what? Which costs more? A 30-second slot at the Grammys or Henrik Larsson from Feyenoord to Celtic? Is it transfer fee or AVE? I'm going to go for transfer fee once again. It's AVE. Wim Janssen signed Larsson in July 97 for (laughs) £650,000, but a 30-second ad slot at the Grammys set working words back a little over a million dollars which um, works out at more than £800,000 and that's why we've gone bust and I'm actually yeah. using this podcast that's to ask for a job <laughs> the administrators don't even know what in you <laughs> we'll be out now right so that is Give it a rest that's the, the game do you know who won this week the listeners I think that's who won this week I think Mitch love that Mitch. thanks Mitch hi this is the Blender Coach and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast Back of the net. Oh, you've still recorded it, you. Right, Cardiff City. We don't talk about them enough, so we're going to talk about them a bit more. Uh, wobbly, I would suggest. No, I think you're too pessimistic. That's too early, too late season. Wobbly. Have some hope. Dan, Support your local. It's been... I think you, you kind of forget how tough the championship is yeah. and then you know everybody predicted that Cardiff would uh, be bottom of the Premier League by yeah. such a long way it didn't actually work out like that I mean obviously still got relegated uh, but you then think that you'll take that form into into this new division yeah. uh, which you'd actually be top of at the beginning you know because three come down and then 
go at the top. So we would have won the league if they didn't play any games. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, true. I'd have been happy with that. That is true. Just had a year off football, win the league, mm. and come could back. Could have come up with other hobbies on Saturdays. Could have. Uh, probably could have. Conversational Chinese Mandarin, perhaps. Maybe. Kabaddi. Right. Kabad- oh, yeah, Kabaddi, Kabaddi. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Grade two piano. Uh, but instead, they said you have to play the season. Yeah. Uh, we played the same. season, and then you realise you have to play teams like, you know, like Millwall and Barnsley oh, and Luton and all these teams that. Do you know the worst thing about Luton already? It's only four games into the league, five games into the league, and it's like. I've already seen far too many Cardiff Luton games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I've already. I know there's another one, but I can we not? <laughs> can we not? I've seen it. I've also seen that. Like last season was. It's like, like rewatching it, Mean it, Girls. It could have been completely different going into the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. So to factor that in, things could be a lot, 100%. a lot yeah. different. So yeah. like, and and on the whole, you're playing in the best goddamn league in the country. Yeah. They struggled to get players in this transfer season. It was a it was a big ask and it, it waited to the very last minute. I just think it's something hopefully needs to gel. Like Do you know more the problem so is we like looked at that squad before and my issue with Cardiff City squad right now is there's no one in that squad except Etheridge, Murphy and Sol Bamba that makes me go, Oh, they're on. Saying that the Hoylet's quite exciting on his day. Hoylet can be, yeah. but Junior Hoylet it doesn't give me the same when I see Etheridge in goal, I think you, you're going to be all right, yeah? Hoylet, need, Hoylet needs to start more games, I think. When Hoylet, in the promotion season, Hoylet yeah. was, you know, one of, if not the the star man, but he, he was kind of a bit mm. of an unsung hero, really. Yeah. Uh, loads of assists, good good goal, uh, good goal returns. He's a good player. Um, didn't play as much as maybe he should have in the Premier League, because what happens is, I guess, you chop and change the team because you're losing quite often. Yeah. You think, oh, that team, uh, you know, which maybe you would keep in the championship, although he hasn't done that this season, he's mm. changed the team a lot again. Uh, Hoylet would be in and out, but when he was in, he scored some he's a good player. really good goals, you know, like the goal of the winner against Wolves on that Friday yeah. night. Uh, yeah. He's got a great goal at Watford. Um, I, I think that how we ended last season, and there was that game at Old Trafford, yeah. which you probably don't want me to remind you of, yeah. I went to, and it was brilliant, <laughs> and we played in a way. I, I think Cardiff fans have maybe now begun to believe what the media say about them a yeah. bit. Whereas you get Warnock in, uh, the media are immediately going to say you, you play in a certain way. Yeah. Um, I always consider like an as their mentality because the press look at Cardiff from a yeah. distance, they're yeah. them over there. And I think that was certainly the case last yeah. season. Yeah. I think there was a good amount of press coming from Cardiff and the way they handle that situation is yeah. fantastic. Although I still always consider Cardiff as like the outsiders. Definitely. So you add add one up to that mix and mm. it's kind of magnified. Mm. Um, I think we, we went up playing how we played, but I actually think we played really exciting football when we went oh, up. Oh yeah, you were really good. It was a really good season, that promotion season. And that, that last day as well, oh, you know, yeah. that was incredible. I also think there's, there's a lot of strength. Like Etheridge, the start of last season, was a bit all over the place, yeah. i say it. Now he's done a full, that's, that's, that, that experience to do a whole season mm. in the Let's Premier not League forget really, he's really cut his teeth on yeah. on that and now he's become yeah. a fantastic keeper like from, from the first games or so last season yeah. to where he is now it's massive to have him back 100% he's a great keeper and look let's not forget last season Etheridge saved a penalty on the opening game yeah and then we he saved, saved on the following week as well yeah. against Newcastle I think what um, I think because we ended the season 
playing free-flowing football at Old Trafford, winning 2-0 yeah. with a front four who were then hyped by the local media as the, these are the players who next season's team will be built around. Mm. And if it is, then we'll be playing a different kind of football to the one yeah. you've... Maybe it isn't the one you've come to expect from Warnock, but the one that the media are what telling you, you to believe is Warnock style. Yeah. Then those players... Two of those four leave before the season kicks off. Football is transient and yeah. business is business. Bobby yeah. Reid goes, so Hall goes. Bad start to the season then, and you start to think, well, hang on, these four that the season was meant to be built around, you know, so Hall up top, Reid just behind him, Mendes Lang on one with mm. Murphy on the other. Two of them have gone. Murphy yep. didn't seem bothered. Mendes Lang seems what injured. So what have we got? And what we've got is, you know, signings which seem like punts. You know, yep. this Robert Glatzel's come in. No, from fully established. Bundesliga two. Yeah. You know, is is he an improvement on Zahor? No, at the moment. Yeah, no, he's not. I um, was, I was in the, I was definitely in the minority where I was like, I never got Zahor really. To be honest, I love Zahor. I love that's Zahor. this Zahor. thing. Most people say that to me, top. but yeah. when I say I never got him, I think that they, I think they had a, they Champ- tried to steal their selling him for that much to money to get them promoted. And he has, like, but yeah. I realised he's struggling in, in Premier League, but yeah. I still rated him. Danish, isn't it? Yeah, Danish. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Just say Danish. Fun fact. <laughs> so, so I think, so I think where we're at, leaving, there was a mistake. Yeah, so I think where we're at now, international break. Uh, it's been a, a patchy, mixed start, but it is just a start. Um, and there's all of this, there's all of this kind of new music and narrative around it. In that, yeah, we can play great football, but then you've got rid of those players, and the players you've got in don't seem to be footballers in a similar way although Glatzel yeah. does seem a footballer just not one that can't score goals uh, Swansea being top of the league maybe playing football the, the way incredible that, yeah which is um, you know probably in the in the back of things but not been paying that right. much attention do you stick by Warnock uh, yeah I mean I think it's nothing to lose I think I like the mentality it's a dying yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dying uh, philosophy I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been sad if he went in the summer because yeah. it would have been interesting to see who we get in. What I worry about is who at the club will make the decision on his, his successor. Can I? Can I we really leave? like his stance though as well? It's like, well, if there's someone better, then I will happily yeah. stand aside. But I will support this yeah. team no matter what. So to, to finalise, shaky start, big players to come back. Effridge, Bamba, Marlon Packer only played one game, but on yeah. his way back, uh, and. Things can only get better, I think. In summary, it's a good one. Things can get better. Yeah. Not time for the Allardyce alarm yet. <laughs> no. Although Alla- Allardyce's uh, back to Neil Warnock in the press, so. Uh, oh well, there you go. Together. Next manager. Go on then. Tell him what it is. This section is called "What's the Story." Yeah. Now, being at Working Word, I'm just I just want to pick your brain a little bit. Excellent. And in relation to football stories, yes. And how how teams carry themselves mm-hmm. and what things you look out for and, and all the things that make you go or things you may go. Hmm. Things that make Excellent. you go. Yeah. And go. Ooh. Okay. So my first question, Dan, from Working Word, would be which football team or player crush the PR game right now who do you enjoy looking at and be like yeah you're doing great you're spinning your um, tail so two things come to mind immediately uh, you know three actually person who I think or the player who I think should win BBC Sports Personality of the Year regardless of if the 
year ends now in August, which it doesn't. I would love for that calendar. Would be Raheem Sterling. Uh, I mean, he's he's just been a uh, sensation, you know, pillared yep. by the press for the ways for being a young black man, being yep. paid lots of money, doing well. Uh, you know, the, everything from the, his kind of tattoo on his leg through yep. to being compared to Phil Foden for, and being slagged off for doing the same thing. The way he's carried himself has been Criticized amazing. Criticised his mama house. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and the way he's kind of spoke out against uh, racism in the press uh, and the way that young black people are perceived. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that to the fact he's doing amazingly on the pitch. But I think even just, just take that out, I, I just think he's been an... He's an absolute I th- I inspiration think he's for really someone else. He's, he's in his peak right well, now. He's in his peak. Yeah. Who else have you got in mind? Because um, oh. I got one to throw in at one point. Oh. So another good, an, another player who's doing a brilliant thing uh, would be Juan Mata, who's set up his yeah. foundation. Uh, I don't know if it's called his foundation, but what he's trying to, what he's doing is giving a percentage of his wages. Yeah, absolutely. Common goal. And he's got common goal. That's common it. Goal. Uh, common goal. Persuaded other players to do so as well. Great. Yeah. It's a win all around, right? Rapino is in that as well, you know. Um, You'd want to throw in the mix. My one to throw in the mix is a club, not a player, it's Ajax. With uh, Ajax and Roma as well, you could throw in and you could also. Because with Ajax, with Cape Town Ajax on Twitter, mm. Ajax have become a cool club. Roma English is a cool yeah. club. Roma English it, uh, by a Labour who's in English. Yeah, yeah. You know, this whole thing yeah, of football yeah, yeah. clubs using. Bristol City is Bristol City with their emo- with their with player their, celebrations. They, they have their player gift celebrations. Yeah, yeah. all I, of these things. I also think Forest Green are doing absolute Forest wonders. Green. Yeah. Forest Green different yeah. to the Roma Roma English way of doing it, but Forest Green are they're doing it super. And well. overall, I think like Juve win, they they win. So when we did when we did PR for the Champions League final, that was that was here uh, in Cardiff like two years ago, I guess. Juve seemed well ahead of the game in having different foreign language Twitter feeds. Yeah. It was only two years ago, but, you know, they, they had Indonesian feeds yeah. and much more than any of the other uh, yeah. Champions League clubs did. So they were well ahead of the game then. I think Leipzig, Leipzig uh, English language Twitter is doing a brilliant Very job good. since Rabi Matondo joined. They speak more Welsh on the Leipzig Twitter than... Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, he's played plays for Schalke... Um, Ampadu's gone to Leipzig. Yeah. Sorry, the, the, Schalke, the Schalke Twitter. Um, and just in terms of a Premier League club who did something which, when you, <laughs> when you see the idea, you're like, that's absolutely bonkers. And I can't believe they went with it. Mm. But they did. And it actually was really good. Yeah. Uh, b- but a little cringe. Was Southampton's kit launch, which yep. they did... Uh, yeah. In the yep. style of the Fire Festival documentary. The Fire Festival, when they did that, I it was, it was a kit time. launch, wasn't it? It, it yeah. was, yeah. It was a kit launch. It looked lo fi as well, which <laughs> I like. It was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. It was so good. It was it was brilliant. And Danny so Ying's yeah. in that yeah. forever. Yeah. Being my memory. And so many things about the fact that it was such a long video, you know, and all the rules will say, like, oh, don't only put your out videos which are like 90 seconds long because it's such a span. So I like, I've said long form yeah. content. <laughs> yeah, some of that. Have you got any more points to make? Because you've got thirty seconds. I, I've, I got, I got plenty, mate. I got plenty. You've um, got so we've we've gone through who's seconds. great at it, who who who's the worst at, at the PR. Uh, yeah. The Inter Milan ultras right now. First. Yes, uh, pretty negative. Fair enough. Huddersfield, I hated. Oh, the Paddy Power thing. I hated that. Yeah, fundamentally, I also hated the fact that uh, uh, the Rooney thing. 
Uh, I'm not yeah. even going to mention it, but I hate yeah. it when gambling crosses over like yeah. that. And it's not like, a, ah, we've tricked you. Yeah. Ah, yeah, we're against that. No, like you can't wash your hands with that. It's not yeah. going to work. So there's yeah. like fundamentals to, I hate seeing and they make me like... I think it was, cringe. I think the Huddersfield thing was brilliant from Paddy Power, but just sad from Huddersfield, but what are they going to do? From just purely taking morals and ethics and everything else out, the Paddy Power campaign was brilliant. Yeah. It was really good. It was brilliant. It got everyone talking. It got, it was superb. But then you add in the morals and the ethics and you go, oh, that's woeful. Can't do it. No. Okay, last right. couple of questions then. Go ahead um, quickly. Favourite controversial player? Oh. Ah. Uh. I mean, we we talked about uh, Maradona earlier, but yep. I'll just go Balotelli just for just nice. for giggles. His Do his you, stories. Uh, I, mm, can you throw Barton in there? Throw everyone in. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mine's Cantona yeah. purely because of the speeches he delivers. They're just yeah. like they're pieces of artwork not wrapped, in, wrapped not in philosophy, wrapped in Shakespeare. Not like, his Instagram, never. though, and not, or, not those egg videos. I love not that again. because he's the most experimental you football it. player. Uh, okay. of, of, of a generation continues to do so one, one more to throw in would be Giorgio Chinaglia who went to my school in Cardiff yeah uh, then became uh, moved to, uh, Italian parents obviously then played in Serie A uh, then was Lazio president used to uh, was a pundit on Football Italia but after he played did play yeah, did have an Italian cap uh, and then played in New York Cosmos and was like in New York at the time of the, the Cosmos or going to like Studio 54 in the <laughs> 70s uh, was quite controversial at the time but would boss Pele around Pele, Pele nice. joined him and Beckenbauer nice. and uh, he went to my school Got one more what, okay last one, one you literally gone one. over way. if Michael Owen oh, stepped God. in and said I've got an idea Dan Dan <laughs> it's a great idea <laughs> he says I'm going to do Michael Owen the book reboot that's and what I'm, it's called. And yeah. I want you, I need your help because I'm struggling. <laughs> One section is about films. <laughs> Would you take on the job? I cannot believe I've given you, you extra can time you make, and you filled it with Michael Owen. Could you Owen. make Michael Owen fun? Oh, yeah, I would love to do that. I'd be, I'd be well into it. Right, well, the and last then, time we invited okay, okay. We invited the football on it before, he, it was Dean Saunders. Do not invite Michael <laughs> Owen on it. Michael, Michael Owen hates films because he can't focus you, more, than, more than half an hour. <laughs> the <laughs> films that he's, that he's seen, I'll just give you a rundown of the, the five films. You've literally got ten seconds and I'm okay. stopping recording. Rocky, Jurassic Park, Cool Runnings, Ghost and Heat. We're going to end it on Heat. Heat's a really long film as well. It so is really long. Michael, so bad choice. Bad choice. Hey, it's Mitchell Gard here, and if I'm not on ATR, I'm listening to ATR, so have a think about that. Last right. section, last Brought section in. going on here. Let's just run through. We were at the Homeless World Cup. Yeah. Um, Dan, you were also there. Tell us what you were doing for the Homeless World Cup. I was there, um, was working on it for about eight months uh, before the tournament, helping organise the tournament, but getting the narrative of the, of the tournament sorted, why it was coming to Cardiff, working yep. on the PR, the films, the social media, making it happen. Wow. Making shit happen. What it was very Looking good. back, yeah, we were there. I think it was phenomenal, the work that he did. Uh, and it continues to be, be pushed now, as, as uh, Michael Sheen wanted, wanted it to be. What were the highlights, looking back on it right now? Uh, the things that went really well, or like better sure. than expected? Uh, I think the biggest highlight was... Um, the opening day, just seeing it happen, it being a thing after, yep. um, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that went into it for months before 
seeing the players from all around the world mm. coming here and and you know literally having their lives changed if only for that short period of time but being oh, inspired amazing. to go and do it, it after winning caps like actual caps yeah, for the country. Uh, and just seeing the difference that it made to, the, to, to those people in the moment but seeing what a big international thing it was and seeing what it meant for people when the ball hit the back of the net watching uh, that parade and being in it because we, yeah. we went to the stadium and we, we were in the, where the parade was warming up and following that all the way through back to the to Butte Park that moment was brilliant that will stay with me for ages yeah that was incredible. I just love how it just unfolded over the week and yeah. it really got momentum as, as it went along. And the coverage, not only like with the work that you were doing all the time with everything being posted, I think the videos and the live streams were absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And by the end of it, people were like, what, what, it's free. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right on my, my home patch. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. It was brilliant, right. It was great. Okay, look, should we, should we wrap it up there? Right. I want to get yeah, the foosball. Bef- right, before we wrap up, I just want to say again, um, thank you very much, first of all, to Dan. Thanks thank you very much you for coming all. on. Much appreciated. Beautiful. We also want to remind you to go and buy our shirts, CSK Five Gardens shirts, sponsored by Touchline Ram Podcast. Five pounds goes to the wallet. Yeah, all profit goes to the wallet. All profit goes to the wallet. So we're, no one's making any money from these except the wallet. And they're a brilliant, brilliant charity, do amazing things. And we think you should buy, buy a shirt because they look bloody lovely. And you'll be supporting the wallet. So mm-hmm. it's win win. Um, thank you very much. Should Check out Working Word. Well. Check out Working Word as yeah. well. Also, two novels out. The last one was called The Offline Project. Offline so Project. if you spend too much time online and feel like an internet-enabled breakdown may be on the way and there could be a new or different way of life, this is a book for you, kids. Where can uh, I buy it? You could buy it. You could buy it on Amazon. You could buy it in Waterstones. Literally all of those places. Mess. You're going to do like an audible with your voiceover on it? I think I'm thinking of asking you to do your voice yeah, on it, if you could. The Touchline Ramp boys. You've heard come it in here first, the Touchline Ramp over each other. <laughs> right, should we leave it there? Yeah. Thank you very much. See you next week. Bye. The podcast you have just listened to is brought to you by Anchor. This is the only place to get all your podcasting needs. If you want a warm, fuzzy podcast from all them people, then you ought to listen to the podcast via Anchor. It's the only place to get all that podcast juiciness and stuff. Thank you, y'all.